Thank you for that. It's time for our community segment here on this Monday morning. So, of course, we're chatting all things retail with Grace Sharkey and the Stockout. And Grace, thank you for being here today. Today, we're talking about generative AI and some privacy challenges that abound with that. And let's dig right into it, starting off with just kind of an overview about what generative AI is and where it kind of plays in the freight space right now. For sure. So a generative AI, if everyone knows, good old uh, ChatGPT, uh, it's a way for us, of course, to use AI to create responses to requests, et cetera, based off of uh, generative knowledge that it's obtained over a certain amount of time. Now, uh, what's interesting about this and why we're, we're t- discussing this today, and we'll have this, of course, as part of the stockout later as well, is that a number of companies, uh, both in retail in uh, and CPG as well. Uh, most recently, Old Navy, Gap's Old Navy, has uh, seen lawsuits actually on the amount of information and privacy concerns from consumers from generative AI tools that we're now starting to see all over the chatbots and customer service portals, you could say, across these players. So, of course, uh, it's as, as much as this uh, information or, or these tools are I think really excelling uh, technology in our space today. There's still quite a few concerns at, at how far uh, this technology can go and, and really the information being input into them and what the actual privacy layers are behind that too. And Grace, when looking at this information, of course, you mentioned those lawsuits happening right now. What are they doing? Are they looking to store conversations to improve their AI? What's kind of the whole idea around what they're going through right now in some of these lawsuits. Yeah, so that's what that's kind of the outcome that we're seeing with consumers is that uh, they're it's more, I think, of the illusion that generative AI is creating. A lot of times, I think these individuals in particular feel like they're talking to a legitimate human. I mean, some of these these uh, chatbots in particular are becoming very, very sophisticated. And, and uh, of course, as we continue to use tools like AI, they become uh, more... I don't want to say more smarter, that's not the correct way, but uh, more intelligent in the consumer that they're interacting with. And so a lot of people feel duped because they're giving their personal information, their addresses, et cetera, to what they feel like could be a human being, but are finding out later on is uh, these these AI systems. And uh, it's it's definitely, I think, an area of concern and, and where people say like this privacy issues, right, of, of where that data is going, how it's being used, uh, in particular, right, is it being sold as well off to to other companies too? And it's just, I think the transparency is more of what consumers are hoping to get from these lawsuits too. So, of course, when we go on the defense in these types of lawsuits and think about what their defense is going to be, it's the idea of literacy, right, of media literacy, of internet literacy, of this assumption that everyone on the internet should assume that none of your data is private, none of your data is what it seems it is, right? And for a lot of us who have grown up with some kind of internet literacy or scrutiny, I guess is also a better word for that. We all know, like if you're in a chat bot, you're probably not the best to input your credit card information and your social security and to identify yourself like that, right? But for a lot of the population, there's a lot of folks who don't necessarily have that underlying scrutiny to themselves. Do you think that maybe that's how some of these companies go out and protect themselves is by that fact saying, you know what, it's not on us, it's on the consumer to know not to give us their sensitive information in a location that we never promise is secure? 
Yeah, and I, I think um, is that's uh, right now. I think a lot of, of what they're thinking. Also, there's no 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 one knocking on their door saying what they're doing is wrong. Right? There's really no government agency or anyone looking over this and, and creating rules on what they can and cannot do. But at the same time, uh, you're in a very competitive right now, in particular, right, a very competitive uh, consumer market. So it, one bad thought or or bad news comes out, for instance, with this one in particular, Old Navy going into the holiday season with all of the bargains and things that they're flashing, while at the same time, you have a, a large amount of, of consumers who are fearful of this, of I guess I would call this like tech area that's maybe unknown to to most common consumers out there <clears throat> and how they're being protected as well. I think the biggest thing, right, is that, like I said, that transparency. They want to know when they're talking to a human and they want to know when they're talking to uh, a robot. Uh, I don't know if you've used Amazon's uh, customer service recently. They do actually, I think, a very good job of this. Uh, you'll start off with a bot uh, until you basically yell at it to get you a human, which I've recently done. And it actually gets you on the phone when someone calls you directly uh, for the next steps moving forward. And I think that's kind of what they're looking for is like, okay, uh, let me know at least what I'm talking to so I can maneuver my behavior around it. There's also seems to be this interesting level of like being able to clear your history. Uh, and there are uh, recently California passed the delete act that allows a customer to say, okay, at the end of this, please delete everything I've just told you from your own servers, et cetera, or the ability to just opt out of this technology in particular. Uh, so I think until we see some big federal regulation, I, for now, we'll at least start to see some of these states lay out some rules as well. This is the 2023 iteration of my mom being on the phone yelling, real person, over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, I've never been there going with yeah. representative. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, mine recently was Xfinity. They're the, the worst at <laughs> giving you a human now. So Absolutely. it's not good. <laughs> so Grace, you've got the Stockout Show this afternoon. Go ahead and give us kind of a preview about what's coming up on the show today. Yeah, so it's going to be a good one. We actually have uh, Triumph Pay joining us to talk about what they're seeing in the CPG and retail space, kind of give us like a state of the, the market, but uh, through Triumph Pay's eyes. Uh, in particular, very interested in jumping into 2024 with them, though, and the specific challenges that they're looking at. Of course, we'll touch on this and a number of other headlines within the CPG and retail industries, too. And hey, being holiday season, it's, there's a lot to report on. So go ahead and, and check us out. And Go over to the YouTube page, too, to see past episodes as well. You guys did a great job on the previous episode, also highlighting what just happened over this Black Friday going into this retail season. Grace, looking forward to more content from you. Always putting out amazing stuff. When can people catch your next episode? Yeah, it's actually going to be on today at two o'clock uh, and our newsletter comes out, uh, I believe, Thursday evening as well. So make sure you head to FreightWaves.com, click on newsletters and add that to your uh, inbox newsletters too. There you go. All right, Grace, thanks for that. And we will talk to you later. Bye, guys. Grace and Mike, such an amazing duo mm -hmm. that I didn't know that I needed. Definitely tune in if you haven't seen them together already. Absolutely. And go subscribe to the newsletter as well, freightwaves.com slash newsletters. Right now, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. Right.